going to get ready to go into the word of the Lord this morning. Uh, we want to say good morning to all of our covenant partners that are here. We want to say good morning to all of our SoundCloud listeners. Uh, good morning, good morning. Uh, we know that we've been talking about the key elements of salvation. Well, we're going to go a little step further this morning. And if you're going to label your journal, or if you're going to uh, label SoundCloud, we're going to be talking about regeneration. We've been um, talking about key elements of salvation, meaning we've been talking about the words which are elements and components to salvation. And some of these words, literally, they scare people. But like I was sharing with you on last Sunday, the Lord kept impressing in my spirit to tell you so that you'll be able to share with others, we do not take this path alone. We do not have to um, be justified on our own, sanctified on our own, have holiness on our own, have glorification on our own. It all comes through Jesus Christ. And so we are allowing the Lord to um, give us these messages to plant the seeds in your heart so that hopefully those seeds will come up and you can help somebody else. Amen? Amen. Now, we want to go over our declaration. And the reason why we want to go over our declaration is because in the key elements of salvation, we can see and understand why it really is a completed work. We can honestly see why the enemy is defeated and the blessings of the Lord are established in our lives. Somebody say completed, completed. defeated, defeated. And, established and established in my life, in my, life. In, my in my home, in my church, in my church. and my children's lives. Children's lives. Amen. Amen. The reason why it is such a completed work it's, it's, it's fulfilled, it's finished, is because of what Jesus did. It's through his blood and then what he did after that. So we're just going to, I want you to go with me. We have about one, two, three foundational scriptures, and I want you to go to those this morning. I want you to go to John 4, 34. John 4, 34. Amen. It's a completed work. If we would just yield to the Holy Spirit, we can do it. This is why people run from the church, run from the ministries, because they just feel like, oh, my Lord, those are scary words, sanctification, holiness, justification. No, they're not. They're not even dependent on us. They're de all dependent on the Lord. All right, go to John chapter 4, verse 34. Jesus said unto them, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. Somebody say it's a finished work. Go to John 19, 
And we want you to look at verse 30. And it says, when Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said, it is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. Look at John 17, verse 4. Jesus said, I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. So in every instance, God is saying, what? I finished it. All we have to do is accept it. And the big word is we have to submit to the Holy Spirit. Somebody say, I got to submit to the Holy Spirit. All right, so we looked in the book of Ezekiel, and we saw the process of the new birth. I want to just go through that for a minute before we go over into regeneration. Amen? All right, go with me to Ezekiel, the 36th chapter, and I'm giving you scriptures so you can study and allow the Holy Spirit to take you further into it, and so also you can share it with someone else. Take the fear out of serving the Lord. Okay, let's go to Ezekiel. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I thank you. This is not a hard way. It really isn't. People make it sound hard, but it's not. All right. All right, we're going to look at the process of the new birth, and then we're going to go into uh, deeper waters. Amen? Amen. So Ezekiel 36, verse 24. All right. And the word of the Lord says, For I will take you from among the heathen and gather you out of all countries and will bring you into your own land. Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you, and you shall be clean from all your filthiness and from all your idols will I cleanse you. A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. Do you see it's a double process? The Lord says, I'm going to give a new heart and a new spirit. He says, and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh, and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statues, and you shall keep my judgments and do them. And you shall dwell in the land that I, give to you, that I gave to your fathers, and you shall be my people, and I will be your God. So the Lord says, a new spirit will I put within you. That is, man's own spirit is to be renewed. Somebody say, at salvation, my spirit was renewed. He says, I'm going to renew it and quicken by the work. Here, here's your key. He says, by the work of God's spirit. It's all dependent on the Lord and his holy presence. He says, when this has been done, there is a second blessing. I will put my spirit within you. Watch this. I will put my spirit within you to dwell in that new spirit. So God has to have a habitation. Or we can say it like this because this is what the Old Testament said. God wants to have a habitation. Okay? Listen at this. With Adam, he created a body before he could breathe the spirit of life into him. That spirit of life that was breathed into Adam was the, was the breath of life from God. It says in Israel, the tabernacle and the temple had to be built 
and complete it before God could come down and take possession. So a new heart is given to us and a new spirit put within us as the prequisites of God's own spirit being given to dwell within us. You remember David's prayer in Psalms 51? What did he say? He said, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew and renew a right spirit within me. Okay? This is what he says. This indicates that the divine spirit begets the new spirit in mankind. The two are distinguished in Romans 8.16. It says God's spirit. Bear witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. So our spirit is the renewed, born-again spirit, yet, yet he is to be distinguished from our own spirit, witnessing in and through it. Notice what he told him in Ezekiel. He says, I'm going to have to give you a heart of flesh. Haven't you noticed how sinners are just hardcore? You can't hardly get through to them. Haven't you noticed that? That's because they have a heart of stone. But the Lord says, when you come and sit up under my word, what begins to happen? He says, my word, which is water, it begins to wash and cleanse and soften that heart. And this is why it's so important for people to come to the house of the Lord, sit up under the word. It's not that we're trying to just get you come to church, come to church. It's so you'll hear the word, be washed by the word, You'll be illuminated, enlightened by the word, and it softens that stony heart against God. Amen? So the new birth is when the Holy Spirit, by convicting us of sin, leads us to repentance and faith in Christ, and then the Holy Spirit imparts a new nature. A new nature. Look at your neighbor and say, at salvation, I got a new nature. That's the fulfilling of the promise where God said a new spirit will I put within you. The believer is now a child of God, a temple, wait a minute, ready for the spirit. What spirit? The Holy Spirit, the spirit of God to dwell in you. God doesn't just come and live in a dirty house. What did he say I was going to do? He says I'm going to sprinkle you with clean water. Then you're going to be clean from all filthiness. Watch this, from all your idols. He said I'm going to cleanse you. Then I'm going to give you a new heart and a new spirit. He doesn't just come and dwell. See, and this is the problem. People get so afraid. Oh, I just, I just, I don't know if I want him to clean me up because what if I make a mistake? The Bible says if we make any mistakes, we can ask for forgiveness. God just doesn't want us practicing sin. This is how it works. He doesn't want you getting cleaned up and then you go right back knowing I'm going to do this again, and I'm going to go repent, and then I'm going to do it again, and I'm going to go repent, and I'm going to go do it again, and I'm going to repent, and I'm going to go do it again. That's not what he wants. The Bible says he came to deliver us from sin, to deliver us from sin. The Bible says he bore our sins, which means he took away our sins and took us from. He took away. He took it away. When he got on the cross, he took it away. New heart, new spirit. Now, let's go a step further. Let's go a step further. Somebody say regeneration. Somebody say re-genie. 
Uh-huh. That's very important. That's, that's a real word. Amen. Go with me to the book of Titus. That's a real word. Go to the book of Titus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your word. All right. And I want you to go to Titus chapter 3. And I'm going to start reading at verse 1. It says, Titus 3 and 1, it says, Put them in mind to be subject to principalities and powers, to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good work. It means obey the law of the land and the law of the kingdom of God. Amen? Amen. It means to respect the police. Okay, you might not like them, but you still need to respect people in office. It means respect the president. You might not like him, but you're to show respect. We're supposed to respect our leaders and people in high offices and in offices. That's what we do. Because if we're going to start at the head, which is God, and respect the heavenly kingdom and its authority, God expects for us to, to respect the authority that's in the land. Amen? We have to put our feelings on the shelf somewhere. Amen? We don't cuss out the police and cuss out the judges, and we don't do that. Amen? He says in verse 2, to speak evil of no man, to be no brawler, but gentle, showing all meekness unto all men. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish. Come on now. He's saying now that you done got a new nature and a new heart, and God is in that new nature and that new heart, and we're under the word, we act differently. And I'm going to show you why in just a minute. See, there you go. You want to lean on yourself and say, oh, it's just not in me. Yes, it is. If you got saved, it's in there. And I'm going to show you why. You, we can do it. I'm a, and I'm going to prove it today from the word. Okay? He says, we were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving diverse lust and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. That's not a child of God. You got a new nature and a new spirit. And I'm going to show you in just a minute. All right. Don't run out to church. He says, but after that, the kindness and love of God, our Savior, toward man appeared. Not by works of righteousness, which we have done. You need to triple underline that. You need to put a, a star so big over that. What did it say? We didn't do anything but accept. We, we didn't do anything but accept. And it's high time that we come to a place where we realize Jesus, that's why we serve him. That's why we worship him. That's why we magnify him. That's why we praise him. Hey, because he did it all. <laughs> not, you, not any works you did of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us. How did he save us? According to his mercy. Here it is, by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Okay, that didn't even happen of ourselves. How did he do it? Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. So, so for us to walk around here with our chest stuck out in the head, all up in the clouds, 
prideful like that it's wrong that's why the bible says all glory go to god all the glory go to jesus we worship him we praise him we adore him we reverence him he's worthy of all our praise because it's a finished work it's a completed work so he says first of all there had to be a washing of regeneration and renewing of the holy ghost renew renew Renew. Renew means he didn't put something, he renewed it. You know why he had to renew it? Because all the way in the garden, when he breathed in Adam's nostrils, Adam received God's breath, God's spirit. Every one of us, when you have a child, when you have a baby, and that baby, you know, they, they pop the baby so it'll start hollering so that air can start flowing. That's God's breath. Somebody say, I didn't do anything, but accept. Okay. A long, long time ago, uh, the Lord had shared this. Say that again. Say, regene. Stop right there. That's exactly what happens. It says, according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Regeneration. We were given a new heart and a new nature through the new gene. Through, somebody say, I received a new gene in that new heart and new spirit. Now, if we say it like this, I, I like to... Okay, I like to see it like this. And, and it's the same thing, but I'm just saying. He gave us a new gene at the time he cleaned up our heart and our spirit. Okay? We were all born with genes. Say that. Say, I was born with genes. Say, so, but at the time of my salvation... I received a new gene. Now, this, this is important. This is so important. Well, what is a gene? A gene is a unit of heredity, which is transferred from a parent to the offspring. Listen good. And is held to determine some characteristics of the offspring. Go to Acts, the 17th chapter. Thank you, Jesus. Go to Acts, the 17th chapter. Vitally important. Put your hand on your heart while you're going. Say, Lord, I thank you. I don't have to live this life of holiness, sanctification, justification by myself. You've sent me help. And it's through the new gene. Go to Acts 17, and I'm going to read verse 29. He says, for as much then as we, listen at this, listen. He says, for as much then as we are the offspring of God, we ought not to think that the Godhead is like unto gold or silver or stone graven by art and man's device. 
Did you see that? Somebody say, I'm the offspring of God. See, Genesis, we didn't, we didn't come from monkeys. We didn't evolve. We didn't come from an atom that exploded. The Bible says in the beginning, God created. He says in the beginning, God created the male and the female, and God blessed them. He created them in his image and in his likeness. But when sin came, it caused darkness and that old nature to come into us. See, when they ate that apple, whatever it was, we don't, they don't know what it was, but some believe now it was figs because the clothing that they clothed themselves in were fig leaves. And figs do, fig leaf trees do produce fruit. Fig trees produce fruit. So anyway, doesn't matter what the fruit was, it was through their disobedience that we went into sin. It, it was, it was, it, it, and everybody born after Adam and Eve was born into sin. Our nature fell. It fell from a high level to a low level, but then when Jesus came, he lifted us back up to a high level, but he had to do something. He had to give us a new gene. Because you already had the old one in you. So that's the come I know What's happening is the reason why people aren't living this is because they're disobedient to the move of the Holy Spirit. Because he directs us and leads us and guides us in what we should do. Oh, I can prove it. It's in the word. I got the word on it. If you would just submit, if we would learn to yield to the Holy Spirit and go his way instead of the flesh way, we'd be all right. Holy Ghost be telling you, speak to that person. Love that person. Be kind to that person. And I don't want to do it. That, I'm just going to show you how you do it. That's how you ignore him. I don't want to do it. I don't have to do it. God understand me. No, he don't. Uh-uh. Because see, he went all the way to the cross, did a completed work. So he wouldn't have to understand that no more. I can prove this. Where are you? You still in Acts 17? Turn, well, you might not have to turn your page. Look at verse 30, Acts 17 and 30. It says, in the times of this ignorance, God winked at, but now commanded all men, all people everywhere to do what? Do what? Do what? You know what repent means? It means to change your mindset. It means to change my mindset. He calling you in. Yes, Lord. Go to Job 33 and 4. Oh, we're going to preach it because you need it and I need it. See, we need to be able to minister to people and minister to them right. People are so afraid. It's not dependent on them. All they have to learn to do is submit to the spirit of God. Submit to the leading of the Lord. That's why the Bible says in Romans, for as many as are led. Uh-oh. <laughs> for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So those, you, you that are buffing up against the Holy Ghost, and you won't do what the Holy Ghost say, and you keep telling him you can't do it, and I don't want to do it. You are not a son and daughter. Sitting up 
in the house of the Lord every Sunday. Yes, Shata. What about Shita? God said, Turn from your ways. He says, Time to turn from our ways. It's not hard. People have made it hard. They made it hard because they say, oh, you can't wear pants. Oh, you can't wear makeup. Oh, you can't do this. You can't, can't, can't. That's not true. The Holy Ghost will lead you and guide you into all truth if you will listen to him. If you will obey him. Israel did that in the wilderness. The Bible said, and they, they kept on ignoring God and they grieved him. The Bible says, and grieve, what does Ephesians say? And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed until the day of redemption. But the Bible said they wearied God and they tried God. Yes. <laughs> you, let me tell you something, what you're doing. Every time you ignore him, every time he tell you to go this way, you say, nah. Every time he say love, you say, nah, you don't understand. Uh, God said, I don't have to understand. I'm God. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Well, we're talking right. <laughs> we're talking right. It's in the word. Shine for me. Shine for me. Job 33 and 4. Job says, the spirit of God had made me. Do you see that? And the breath and the breath of the Almighty has given me life. Is that, is that in you? It's the Spirit of God made us. And the breath of the Almighty has given us life. So when Jesus Christ was resurrected by the power of God, he, Jesus Christ, lifted the earth and those made from the earth and gave mankind a new level of earthly living. To possess as reborn, as reborn spiritual beings. A new heart and a new nature. I know you want to know what the gene is. It's the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is the new gene. So you're a liar. <laughs> I can't live this. Yes, you can. Submit to God. Submit to the Holy Spirit. You want his blessings, but you don't want to submit to him. He's calling it up now. See, we're calling it in. <laughs> yes, Lord, call it in, call it up. The new gene that he put in that new heart and that new spirit was himself. Amen. That's why the Bible says in Romans, for as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons and daughters of God. The obedient ones. But you don't know how they did this. I don't want to hear what they did. I want to hear you obeying the Lord. Because the Lord said, vengeance is mine. I will repay. You are not God. You are not the judge. Huh? Or the criminal defense agent. Yeah. Shine for me now. 
You let God handle his business and you handle God business. And God's time is not your time. And God's ways are not our ways. So if you're going to sit at your house and look out your window and you want to see how he's going to do it, guess what? You won't see it. But yet God will be at work. My, 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 shy. Hey, hey, hey. tired is high. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. It was the breath of God. It is the breath of God. It is the breath of God. It is, it is the breath of God. It's the breath of God. His spirit created us. His breath has given us life. Do you remember what it said in Titus, renewing of the Holy Ghost? You see, in the day of Adam, it was there. It has to be renewed as salvation because we were born into sin. So when you come through salvation, you go through the sinner's prayer, and you go in the water in Jesus' name, it's renewed. It's a work of the Holy Spirit. You can't see it, but he does it. You can sense it and feel it. And you know he's done something different in your life. <laughs> it's the Holy Ghost working. It's the Holy Ghost working. What the song, the old people, the saints used to sing, something on the inside, working on the outside. Whoa, what a change in my life. I got something on the inside, working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. Jesus on the inside. <laughs> Working on the outside. <laughs> oh, what a change in my life. I got Jesus on the inside. Working on this outside. Oh, what a change in my life. I got the Holy Ghost on the inside. Working for this outside. Uh-huh. If you let him work. If you'll let him work, if you'll let him work, if you'll let him work. The church ought to be shining. The church is the body of Christ. And God's body has a head. It's Jesus is the head. We are the body. But he put his gene in us. A heredity trait. A characteristics of himself. It's in there. Somebody say, it's in there. Say, I got it at salvation. I just got to uncover it. I need to do some spring cleaning. Get all the junk off of it. Yeah, It's in the shining. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Hey, it's in the shining. Yes. Glory to God. And you don't tell me it can't be done. It can be done. I know Christians living it every day, baby. And horrific things have happened to them, and they forgave. I said they forgave. Because as a Christian and you in the word, you understand that these horrific things are happening because of sin in the land. 
Sin, sin, sin. Sin is an enemy, said the Lord. It's your enemy. It's the greatest enemy in the land. That's why all this murdering going on, all this theft going on. Come on, all this lying going on. Come on, it's sin. Yeah, but Jesus came and died for sin. Yeah, so you ought to have pity on those who are still in sin. Sin for what it is. Somebody having a bad day. It's just sin in the land. They don't need you beating them up too. Yeah, my, 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 say. They don't need you saying ugly things to them too. They need, he said, with love and kindness have I drawn thee. He said, you can't love them on your own. You got to love them with the love of God. And guess what? It's in there. I say it's in there. You got to get all the junk out. You done covered it up. You ever read the scripture where it says they had their senses a sneer with a hot iron? The way that happens is the way you get your senses, that new nature sneer with a hot iron. You know, when you sneer something, you burn it. Almost to the point of no life. So basically how you get to that place is through your rejection. Every time you reject the Holy Ghost, it's like a hot iron. Mm. And so if it go on for years and years, you become where you can't feel no more. <laughs> you don't have no love no more. You don't, you don't, anything somebody do to you, it's an out. Because you can't feel no more. Because you done rejected the spirit of God over and over and over. He says, I sent the prophets to you, rising up early. I sent my word to you, and you rejected it all. But every time you reject it, it's a hot iron. Because mm. see, then you get to say it within yourself. Well, God ain't said nothing. He, yes, he have. You can't hear him. You can't hear him. You done rejected so long. It's not good to reject God when he come to you. I'm talking about, there you go. No, I'm not talking about just me coming as your pastor. I'm talking about the literal spirit of God ministering to you, trying to get you to go the right way, trying to get you to say the right thing, trying to get you to do the right thing, trying to get you to act right. And you keep putting it off and pushing God away and saying, no, that ain't what I want. It ain't what you want. You've been bought with a price. You know that man married. Uh-oh. Is you crazy? He don't belong to you. Well, I, I'm just going to pray to God. <laughs> I bet you will. That, that, that he becomes my husband. That's not her husband. Yes, it is, you fool. Yes, it is. That's her husband. And you can't pray, no form, no shape, no way for God to release him to come to you. No. 
I'm waiting on Boaz. At home, with them fluffy, dirty house shoes on, that head rag on your head, sitting down. Wait a minute, wait a minute. How y'all do it? How y'all do it? How you do it? Got them fluffy, dirty. They dirty now. Because you wearing them all to the grocery store, all the Walmart, all the CVS, full of dirt and germs, dirty house robe on, hair, hair rag on your head, looking crazy, and sitting there talking about, I'm waiting on the Lord to send me Boaz. He not coming to your door. And you better hope he don't. Because if you open that door, he liable to run for the hills. Because you're looking crazy. Well, I, I don't know what pastor talking about because I'm Ruth. Ruth was out there gleaning in the field, baby. Ruth was at work. She was at work. That's how Boaz saw her because she was at work. You go to bed, you get up. You go to bed, you get up. You go to bed, you get up. Ain't do I'm just waiting. Waiting on you, Lord. And the Lord said, when you going to get up and get some clothes on, comb your hair, and get on out here and go mingle with people and meet people and associate yourself with people, with people. You don't go nowhere. You don't do nothing because you waiting. Waiting on what? The mailman don't even knock on the door. He's scared. <laughs> I'd be scared. I'd be scared too. I done seen how some of y'all dress out here. In the, ooh, it looks so bad. I don't get it. I don't get. I said, Lord, I wouldn't dare come out the house. I wouldn't come out the house looking like that. I wouldn't come out the house in my pajamas and that mufalada up on your head. What in a mufalada, you must don't know what that is. That's a bed cap. Uh-huh. When you put it on your head, it fluffs out. <laughs> Looking crazy. Oh, Lord, I don't think I, do I need to get on the married women in the house with the husband? Looking crazy. Don't never dress up and look nice for your husband in the house. Oh, Jesus, let me get on back over here. <laughs> Oh, Lord, I don't know where I'm taking me. <laughs> he leave in the morning, you got the same gown and robe on. He come back home, you got the same robe and gown on. <laughs> Y'all need help. <laughs> oh, Lord, help me. Somebody say, help me, Lord. Say, because I got your gene in me. Say it was transferred at the time of my salvation. I got some characteristic of you in me. I am the offspring of God. Second Corinthians 5, 17. 
I'd be putting on lip gloss just to go on, run errands on Monday. I'd be all in the mirror, and I'd be saying, I sometimes ask, where, where you think you're going? You getting all dressed up just to run? And I'd be thinking to myself, huh, this is me. What, who you talking about? This is how I'm going. That's right. That's right. That's how I'm going. I got perfume. I got perfume for errands. I got perfume for when I come to church. I got perfume for when I go out on outings. I, yeah, baby. It's on. <laughs> oh, Lord, help me. I tell you right now, you better take care of what God has given you. And I'm being serious. You want that husband, you want that man to take notice of you, take that frown off your face, start smiling, fix yourself up. He don't want no mean-looking, crazy woman. Never got anything to smile. You make yourself smile. Make yourself smile, amen? Come on now. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, and it reads, 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says, Therefore, if any man, any woman be in Christ, he is a what? He is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Okay? All things are become new. Why? Because the Lord has given a new heart and a new nature. That's what it was given. The spiritual presence of God's kingdom came close to mankind again. Fellowship with our creator was made possible again. Our position changed. God sees us. Now, this is how God sees you. God sees us in Christ as holy, righteous, and pure. We were given our place of blessing back, blessed, empowered, able to subdue and prosper. Able to prosper. Listen, church, wait a minute. When you came and you took on salvation and the Holy Ghost, you got to get this, the Holy Spirit was at work. He was at work. And as you were saying the sinner's prayer and you were repenting and you was receiving Jesus Christ as your lamb of God and his blood to cleanse you, the Holy Spirit began to create in you a clean heart and renew a right spirit in you. So the spirit of God could come and live inside of you. It happened. It happened. But until we submit, to the new nature, the new gene. Because you see, we've told you this before. At salvation, the old nature in you didn't go anywhere. Can I prove it? You are living, mm-mm, uh-oh. You are actually living with two natures. The old one, which was a sin that fell in Adam, and the new one that Jesus Christ gave. And they struggle. But it wouldn't be no struggle if you just make up in your mind and tell flesh, shut up. We're going to do what God say, even if it hurt. Even if we don't understand. Even if it's painful. Now time. Mm, I can prove it. Go to Romans. Yes, I can. Here it is right here. (laughs) Go to Romans. Chapter 7. 
Romans chapter 7, verse 24, the apostle Paul said, O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? Now hold that thought. Somebody put your hand on, your, on that dirt, on that body. That's a body of death. It's decaying every day. Now, the Bible says there are scriptures you can quote to kind of help us. He says, I'll beautify the meek with salvation. Reason why you don't see no beauty is because some of us ain't meek. Okay. No, we're not meek. Uh-uh. Nope. Because we say weak. Meek means I'm weak. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Oh, wretched person that I am, who should deliver me? Who's going to deliver me from this body of death? Who's going to deliver me from this decaying body? And it's doing it because sin came into the world. So every day it's dying. Are you listening to me? And he goes on to say in the 25th verse, I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with this mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. Hold on now. Hold on. There's help. Go to verse 8, chapter 8. Romans 8, 1 says, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the, after the, after the, but after the, see, you thought that was out here in the air. He talking about that spirit of God in your new nature. We're not supposed to be walking after the flesh anymore. We should be following, following the dictates of this Holy Spirit. Because he's going to always lead us right. The Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. He's going to always lead you in the paths of righteousness. Why? It honors his name. It honors his name. It honors his name. And when we acting a fool, it does not honor God. When we cussing our husbands out, cussing our wives out, come on here, mistreating people, acting all ugly, holding on to hate, huh? Going after married men, going after married women, it does not honor the name of God. When we are liars and and stealing and thieving and conniving it does not honor our God and he said it he said it he said if you honor me I honor you Amen. Mm. Mm. yeah he said if you honor me I honor you that means honor him with a life That means honor him with a life that's not hard, that's led by the Holy Spirit. Somebody said, just submit. What's the problem? I'll tell you the problem, your pride. Your pride. 
Pride comes before destruction. And hardiness before fall. See, there's a difference between pride in I'm going to comb my hair, brush my teeth, take a bath, make sure my clothes are clean, make sure my house is clean, make sure my car is clean, make sure I'm living clean, and, st- and this old. Who are, who are you? <laughs> Lord, help me, Jesus. Help me, Lord. Let me see how to put this. You don't have to act like that or look like that. Just by the blessing of the Lord being on your life, people know you're different. I'm not trying to intimidate anybody, but there are those that will be intimidated. But not because I try to make you intimidated. It's because you see that glory. You see the presence. You see the power. It's healing time, Anna. Yes, sir. Hmm. They see the glory. They see, they see the light, the illumination of God on you. They see God's holiness on you. It, do you understand now? When Jesus Christ's spirit came to live in you, don't you know God's spirit is holy? Don't you know God's spirit is sanctified? Don't you know the Lord's spirit is righteous? So when you accepted Jesus Christ, you already got all that. You just need to learn to submit to it. Oh, my Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes. You remember in the garden of Gethsemane, Jesus prayed. He says, not my will, Lord, but your will be done. Some of us need to go to the garden of Gethsemane right there at our altar in our home and say, Lord, not my will, but your will be done in me and through me. Because I want to bring you glory. I'm going to say this again. This is not witchcraft and this is not magic. You're going to work the word. I said, you're going to work the word. I went to the doctor the other day because I had an appointment. I wasn't feeling up to it, you know, but I knew what I had to do. Because if you don't go, they just reschedule. So. Oh, they're not going to leave you alone. So it's like, oh, just drag it in there, get it over with. And my doctor told me, he said, oh, he said, you are doing excellent. I'm like, oh, okay. All right, then. And all I could do was give the glory to the Lord, though. He says, there's one little problem. (laughs) He said, your sodium level is through the roof. And I went to laugh, and the Holy Ghost said, that's that dish your sister made. (laughs) You remember I told her to put it back in there? I said, look, lay it on. I don't want mine. I don't want mine plain. He said, it's just one little thing, though. Your sodium level is through the roof. I've never seen this. I said, oh, I said, well, I said, it's a dish that my sister fixed. 
And she only does it once a year. I said, but I promise that will never happen again. <laughs> and the nurses was in there laughing. I said, oh, Lord, I got to call and tell I'm sorry. I was wrong. We can't lay it on that thick no more. <laughs> but it sure was good. Oh, Lord, it was good. It was good. But, and, and it really was. I mean, but I didn't know. See, what had happened was I ate it, and then I, did, I forgot. I, it gets in the bloodstream, and I had to go to the doctor. <clears throat> I didn't think. I forgot. I, I missed that part. I forgot. But we're going we gonna to lay low. We're going to talk. <laughs> because that was the only thing that was wrong. I, that was it, cause he, cause I, I just, I was feeling so whatever. I said, Oh Lord, I know He gonna tell me this, 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 this. Uh, I just don't wanna hear. I said, Lord, please, just have mercy on me, cover me in the blood right now. Now you don't do that. <clears throat> Listen to me. You can do that when there's a relationship ongoing, a consistent relationship. You can do that. This is not a wake up in the morning and I just decided to start talking to the Lord after five years and went by. Please help. No. This is a, from a cons you, consistent relationship, consistently serving him, consistently under his word, consistently loving him. He'll do it. But he didn't have to because the doctor told me, he says, ooh, he said, you. So what he did was, I didn't know this. They taught me something, though. You have three months, four months, and six months. So when I went to the window to check out, the lady said, ooh, you got the good behavior uh, schedule. I said, what? I'm looking at her like, okay, talk to me because I don't know what you're talking about. She said, well, what happens is when you, when you got a bad report, you have to come back two months, three months. She said, but the good behavior report is six months. I didn't know that. <clears throat> so now I know. So she said, oh, Miss Carmichael, you don't have to come back to six months. I said, praise the Lord, hallelujah. And in between that time, we won't be eating the dish. <laughs> oh, I had myself a time. Oh, Jesus, I had too much of a time. Hallelujah. But I'm just saying, God will keep you. God will shield you. Now, what, what is going on with me, it hasn't disappeared. It's under control. I need you to understand that God will help you keep things under control. It, did, it hasn't disappeared, but it's under control. Because I saw people coming in there, bent over, and I was like, oh, Jesus, no, 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 please. I said, I don't, I, don't, I don't talk about anybody, but for me, please help me. I need you to help me uh, with my walking, help me with my body, help me with my tissues, help me with my nervous system. I need you to help me because it could be a whole lot worse. It didn't, it didn't disappear, Brother Brian. It's just under control. The Holy God got it. Because I gave it to him. And I listened to him. I don't eat the whole chocolate cake, but I can have some. I can't have a dish no more the next year. <laughs> So all the time, it's not an instantaneous healing. It's a controlment. Well, God will keep you. 
you and guide you. He'll talk to you about it as you talk to him about it. Yeah, the more shine now. It's more shine. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on. It's more shining. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. With God, God didn't heal me. Okay, but he, you, you, you walking, you talking. Wait a minute. Well, he didn't give me all the money I wanted, but you got everything you wanted. Which would you rather have? Would you rather have God just do it, make, it, make a way for it, or, or Lord, keep, keep doing, keep hitting the wall? God, please do it this way. Please. No, 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 just, I'm just glad you did it. I'm just glad you did it. Now it's here. Yes, Lord. He said, God said, Yes, it's me. It's me. It's me. It's me, said the Lord. I'm here. I'm here, said God. <laughs> I see it all. <laughs> I see it. I see it all. That's why Jesus died on the cross, shed his blood. Watch this. It wasn't just so you could get saved. It was so his presence could come amongst us. It was so his presence could be with us and in us. And sinners have to understand, you're going to have to give your life to Jesus. He's not going to come and live in a dirty heart or a dirty spirit. Because that spirit and that heart is rebellious toward him. Go to Romans. We're going to soon go. Yeah, shine for me. Yeah. Now I'm going to show you what Paul was saying. Okay? He says, now let me, let me go back. Romans 7.24, O wretched person that I am, who shall deliver me from this body of death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. Mm. Two natures are in you. Which one you going to obey? It's your choice. Okay. Then he goes on to say in Romans 8 and 1, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after what? The spirit. Then you come on down to verse 10, Romans 8 and 10. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. Isn't that what Paul just said? Because we were all born into sin, that body, that dirt is really dead. So you're listening to dead dictates. Uh-oh. That's dead stuff you listening to when you don't listen to the spirit of God. He says, but the spirit is what? The spirit is life because of what? Well, who's righteous? The spirit of God. 
See, all that time we thought it was us. It's the spirit of the Lord. It's the spirit of the Lord in our new nature and in our new heart. That's what's righteous. That's what's keeping us alive. That's what's keeping the body from decaying so fast. He's shining. I see, I see a lot of my classmates that I went to school with, and I'd be having to go back and get the mirror. No, no, I'm big because it's kind of scary. And I said, Lord, what is going on? And I said, oh, my God. He says, I'm preserving you. Just like I do all my people. I preserve. My, listen, listen. Salvation is a person. Salvation is a person. Salvation is Jesus Christ. Salvation is safety, deliverance, health and healing, uh, preservation, prosperity, preservation. So when you took on salvation, you took on Jesus and Jesus becomes your safety, deliverance, health and healing, preservation. So he says there's a seed of preservation in you and it's preserving you. And when you get ready to go home, then he allows that seed of preservation then to begin to dwindle. But as long as you are living and it's, you, you, you know, you in your time and you thrive. Because I look like, oh, my Lord, what happened? I don't understand. The world will strip you. The world will make you look older than you are. The sins of the world will strip you and make you look older than what you really are. I intend, not that I'm looking for anything, but the Bible says Sarah was still turning heads at 90. Now, I'm not looking for nothing, but I want that. I just do. No, I can't live like that, baby, because what am I going to be able to do? Mm -mm, I need my strength. I need my health. What did they say about Moses? It says he lived to be 120, and his natural strength was not abated. So, uh, so shall my days be, so shall my strength be. As my days, so shall my strength be. As my days, so shall my strength be. Because I need my strength. I need to be able to get out of the bed in the morning and think. And ask the Holy Spirit to please plan today. Help me to get everything done today that needs to be done. You, I need your help because my children are busy. They have their own lives. Everybody in the church is busy. People are busy. We live in a busy time. The 21st century is just busy. So I don't have time to sit there and say, you know, uh, can you please come? Can you please? Now, if it's dire, they come. But uh, no, 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 no. Lord, give me the strength to do what I need to do while they doing what they doing. I want to be able to get out of the bed in the morning. I want to be in my right mind. I want to be able to put my own clothes on. I want to be able to cook my own food, clean up my own house. Hello. But sin strips you. Now, once you get saved, God will renew you. Yes, he will. He will restore back what, oh, I like that scripture. He says, I will restore unto you the years that the locusts have eaten. And the caterpillar and the canker worm and the palmer worm. 
It's healing time now. See, there are prayers in the Bible. If you would take the time to get in the word, and we give you all the word, we give you the word, the word, the word, but you got to get in it for yourself. I can't follow you home and get in the word for you and get in the word for me. I heard this gentleman, they was giving his um, biography. And I like to listen to biographies because I just want to know your struggle. I want to know your journey. And they were saying that when he turned 70, <laughs> he got on, he started international ministry. And I'm thinking, 70? They say he started boarding planes and going and ministering to people. And I was like, oh, okay, 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 that's 70. I know, Ralph, you done told me. Oh, he, he trying to push me out the nest, him and Courtney. They be teaming up on me. I'm thinking, you better get them. They be calling and teaming up against me. Get her out the house. She act like she an old lady. She going to drop it with her in the house. In the house. It's Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's right. You got me? All right, okay. <laughs> Get them. That's right. But it was just, I like to know people's story. I like to know their story so I can tell me what was the struggles and how the Lord brought you through. Because if he did it for you, all I'm saying is then I know he'll do it for me. That's all I'm saying. If he did it for you, then I know he'll do it for me. If he brought you out, if he answered your prayer, if he blessed you, healed you, if he, if he prospered you, I know he'll do it for me. Because the Bible says that the Lord is no respecter of person. What he did for one, he'll do for everybody. Ah, yeah, old bullshit. Elijah coming in. Because, you know, they got this thing when you get older, your hair start thinning. I told the Lord, uh-uh. Don't want it. Now, I'll accept the process of the great, you know, but I don't want no thinning. I want my hair to be full. Yeah, you know. Uh, so I can have some hair on my head. <laughs> What did he say? Come on, y'all. Come on. You know the word. What did he say? Ask, and it shall be given. Seek, and ye shall find. What do you want? You're not even willing to seek for it. You're not even willing to go to God for it. You're not even willing to believe him for it. He's already did the hard work. He's already did it. It's completed. Jesus Christ is the king of the new creation. We are the new creation. When it says in Corinthians that a new creation, old things are passed away, he's talking about us. 
Mm. So Jesus Christ is the king of the new creation. We have to believe to receive. Wait a minute. We have to believe to receive all the blessings of the Lord in our lives. We have to be faith people, people of God's word, because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You're not going to get anything from God going, laid up to going to sleep. Sunday morning, you come in, the table is spread, but you're supposed to take this that you get and go back out here and go over it and over it and over it and begin to believe it and confess it and walk it out and live it and wait for the breakthrough, knowing that Jesus is not a man that he should lie. You're going to have to work this. This is not magic. Yes, the power of God is real. He says, after that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You're going to get power. Power is rights, privileges, authority, and miracles. That means then you can stand up and decree and declare a thing. And Job saying, it shall be. You're going to have to work it. Mm, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Jeremiah 22. Yes, Lord. Every time something happens, you get mad because you think God is Puff the Magic Dragon. It doesn't work like that. Problems come. You got to trust him through it. You got to quote that word through it. You got to bind that devil through it. And believe the Lord is going to work out in your favor. I say in your favor. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Jeremiah 22, 29. And it reads, O earth, 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 hear the word of the Lord. Hear the word of the Lord. Aren't you earth? Huh? You, we the dirt. He said, wake up and listen to what God is saying to you. Oh, my Lord. He said, wake up. Go to Proverbs 20. Oh, Jesus, wake up and hear what God is saying to us. Learn how to work the word. Learn how to have some patience. Learn that God is not against you. He's for you. Learn that the Lord going to work it out. Learn that sometimes he's trying to make you strong through it. See, we don't want that, though. But sometimes the reason why, see, God's delays are not his nose. He's trying to strengthen you. Why? Because life is fragile. There's always going to be something and so if you're weak and watered down and can't go through nothing, you won't let the past let you learn. I just want everything easy. I don't, y'all act like the, uh, the, uh, <laughs> the woman on the whiz. Don't bring me no bad news. <laughs> no bad news. Don't you bring me no bad. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's not life. That's not real. You need to get that out your mind. Things do happen, but thank God for Jesus. Paul said, who's going to deliver me? I thank God, our Lord Jesus Christ. 
He's a deliverer, people. He really is. I say he really is. Proverbs 20. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord didn't save us for us to stay in sin. Sin is our enemy. The Lord didn't put his new nature in you for you to take it and dirty it back up. No, that's not the Lord. That's not his ways. You better wake up. That's why you ain't got no power to cast nothing out because you're living in sin. I'm, 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 I'm speaking to somebody on SoundCloud. You got to come out of sin, said the Lord. All unrighteousness is sin, said the Lord. You got to come out of it. No, the Bible said he came to take away our sins. The Bible says he bore our sins, meaning he took them away from us to give us the new nature, the new heart, righteousness. What does the Bible say? Righteousness what? Exalts a nation. Woo! But sin is a reproach to any people. Righteousness exalts a nation. What does that mean? It lifts it up. Yeah, Lord, hallelujah. Yeah. Ooh. But you want that man. That's what you wanted. And that's why your house falling apart. That's why your children them went crazy. They done lost their mind, and you don't care because you wanted that man. And don't write me and don't call me. I'm talking to somebody on SoundCloud. Holiness is not hard. It's not a hard way. Righteousness, because Jesus Christ is the one that produces it in your life. He will guide you and lead you into all truth. Mm, but you got to give up your will and your way. You got to come his way. Proverbs, and we're fixing to close. Proverbs 20 and 12. It says, the hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord had made even both of them. Is that in your Bible? The hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord had made even both of them. So God gave us ears to hear his word and eyes to see his word. We have no reason not to be the offspring of God. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Saints, I need you to understand it's, 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 it's a finished work. He gave us a new gene. He took out the stony heart. It's not that you can't feel. Stop ignoring what the Lord is telling you. Stop rejecting what the Holy Spirit is saying to you. You are saved. You, you just got to let the Lord lead you and guide you. Stop playing games. You're wasting time. Do you know if God can't trust you with the little matters, he's not going to trust you with big matters? He's just not going to do it. 
Oh, you want him to pour it on. You want him to do this. You want him to do that. Oh, Lord, please do this. Oh, Lord, please prosper. Oh, but he's not going to do that. He's got to be able to trust you, and you pushing him away. He says, love thy neighbor as you, uh-oh. Love your neighbor as you love yourself, and I know you love yourself. I know you're not going to hurt yourself. You need to go home, grab that husband, and say, you know what? I love you, and we're going to make this work because Jesus is going to help us. You better kick that divorce spirit out your house. You better tell it to get out of here in Jesus' name. Because I'm telling you, David, the sword never left David's house when he killed Uriah and took Bathsheba. You talking about a short-lived, sweet moment? It was short-lived. His children went crazy. He lost the kingdom. It's not worth all that. The devil is crazy. You better go home and tell that wife, we're going to make this work because Jesus is going to help us. I'm telling you now, the grass is not greener on the other side. That's what you think. You better let grandma go. Aunt Daffodil, all them old spirits, you better let it go. That is not the spirit of the Lord. He says, I gave you a new nature. But you want to reconnect. Oh, I'm just like my grandma Daffodil. I'm just like grandpa this. I'm just like aunt this. No, you're not. Then you go through the prayer of repentance. It's gone. It's there, but you can live above it. You can live above it. Now you better go home and ask yourself, this 2023. 2024, four, five, six, seven, eight. New beginning. Restart. 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 You better make up in your mind in 2023, you're going to live in this completed work. You see how crazy it is out here? It's not getting any better out here, but in you and in the kingdom of God, it's all right. And that's where you live from. You live from the kingdom. You live from the kingdom of God. There's a scripture in the Bible. I'm going to bring it next Sunday. I I didn't write this. I, I fell out the chair. And the Lord said, oh, if there was such a heart in them that they would obey me and I would bless them abundantly. If they had a heart. But see, it's in there. You got it. You got it when you got saved. You just been ignoring it. You want to do what you want to do. Babies, you can't do what you want to do. Because ultimately what God wants to do for you is far better. You better go home and tell the Lord, Lord, make this woman the apple of my eye. Lord, make this man the apple of my eye. 
I see men today wearing their jeans. They still can't top my husband. I used to tell him, you wear a mean pair of jeans, brother. <laughs> he used to like that he strut around in his jeans. He looked as sharp. I said, you wear a mean pair of jeans. What I was telling him, he was sexy to me in his jeans. What I'm saying is, you better put that man, that husband, that woman, that wife, you better put them first. God first, them second. You better love them with everything. You better love them. You better treat them right. Stop this foolishness. Because while you're trying to reach the apple across the fence, you don't know what's in that apple, baby. You might get a surprise. <laughs> Men, I would not be like Cain. Esau, I wouldn't be like Esau. Esau sold his birthright for some beans. You better hold on to your birthright. It's everything. It's everything. It's everything. It's everything. It's everything. And single women, I'm just going to say it again. Now, you know what? You can fool me, but you can't fool God. A lot of times we say we want a husband, but you really don't want one. You just, in, as my husband used to say, you're just in love with the idea of wanting a husband. It's not what you really want. God can sense all that. I said, God can sense all that. God got power. You really wanted a husband. Hell and high water couldn't stop God from answering that prayer. But you really don't want one. You, you just trying to fool Pastor Ann. <laughs> Walk out that door and get in that car. Girl, I don't know what she's talking about. Ain't nobody want no husband. Ain't doing all that. Okay, but God can, he knows. Lord, help us, Jesus. Lord, help us, Jesus. I don't know who you are this morning, but God said that ain't yours. I don't, it's some, I don't know what's going on up in here, but God said that's not yours. Bag up. Bag up. You in error. Come on, 2023, the year of living, of living in the completed work of Jesus Christ, his redemption and salvation completed the powers of darkness and the devil, defeated the Lord Jesus Christ's power to supply all my needs. Established in 2023 is completed, defeated, and established in my life, in my home, in my church, and my children's lives. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Amen. Give the Lord a hand. Praise.